Hey friends, welcome to the Mothering Together podcast. It's me, Kayla, and today is our 10th episode and I deserve the biggest air high five. So just like put your hand up in the air. We are high fiving friend. 10 episodes. If you know me or if you know ADHD, then you know making it all the way to 10 is a big deal. Most podcasts do not make it this far. And so I'm pretty happy giving myself a pat on the back. And I'm happy that you are here with me 10 episodes in. And I am looking forward to celebrating 20, 30, 40, 50, the big 100. Let's do it. Today, we are shifting. It is a shift in the podcast because up until now, this podcast has felt a little scattered and that's not going to happen anymore. So today we're talking about the five key cornerstones of homemaking. These are the things that I believe are the most important aspects of being a homemaker and a mom. And so that's what we're talking about today. Next week, we're going to be talking about the values that drive this podcast and my values, and hopefully it will help you to know if we are in alignment in our values. And if we're not, then peace out. But if we are, then we'll continue to grow in our values and grow in our homemaking journeys together as moms who have ADHD and are at home with our babies. Okay, so that being said, there's one more little bit of home homemaking, housekeeping that we do need to discuss. And that is going to come out at the end of the podcast. I have something special starting in June that I do want to tell you guys about, but it's not as important as the five key cornerstones. So let's do that first. And then we will get to our little June announcement. All right, let's dive in. Welcome to the Mothering Together podcast. I'm your host, Kayla, and I am here to be your ADHD mom friend. Together, we're going to discover plausible and practical tips for stay-at-home moms with ADHD. It's not like the other podcasts out there where one woman found success doing XYZ strategy and she thinks anyone can do it. No, no, no. We're going to work through systems to find what works for women like you and me who struggle with time management and organization, who have tried all the other things and they didn't work because they weren't individualized and for us personally. As a mom of two, And with ADHD myself, I understand how challenging it can be to balance homemaking, raising those little lovable monsters, and managing our own unique brains. But don't worry, you're not alone. Each week, I release a new episode on Wednesday where I discuss topics related to homemaking, parenting, and time management. I get to leverage my connections as a pediatric SLP to get interviews with experts in the fields of parenting and development. I share my own personal stories and the stories of moms from our community. And most importantly, I fill each of these episodes with practical tips that you can try today. The goal of each and every episode of this podcast is for you to have at least one, at least one idea that will give you a whole heck of a lot more ease and a little bit less stress in your day-to-day life as a stay-at-home mom. Whether you are a stay-at-home mom with ADHD or you're just looking for ways to better manage your time in your home, I'm here to help. Go brew yourself the biggest cup of coffee that your Keurig can handle, and let's dive in. All right, friends, I thought today it might be the most appropriate to start with my own story about how I became a stay-at-home mom and the adjustment that that took. So back before I decided to fully stay home with my kids, I was working part-time, and I thought that I would do that pretty much forever until my kids 
went to school full-time and I had a private practice and it was great. And then when a second kid came around, we realized our childcare situation was just like not, not going to work anymore for us. So we, um, did the thing. It was like a week of me crying myself to sleep at night. I'm not lying. It was not an easy decision. I love my career. I still have student loans that I'm paying off and I felt so guilty putting my career as a speech pathologist on hold in order to like be what I thought was just a stay-at-home mom. And so much of it was just mindset for me. Like I didn't respect the role and now I obviously I very fully do, but there was this part of me that just felt like such a failed feminist for letting myself be the one who stayed home. But unfortunately I'm in a field that makes less money than the field my husband is in. And our budget wasn't set up to be one where I could be the breadwinner. So there we go. I switched over and here I am. Now I host this podcast about being a stay-at-home mom and I have certainly reached a whole new level of acceptance with it. I think I've talked to a lot of moms who are stay-at-home moms and a lot of us have come to stay-at-home motherhood in the post-COVID world in a way that we had never really intentionally thought about. A lot of us just sort of had assumed that our career and our childcare would follow the way it had been going for many, many years. And then COVID happened and the choices we could make changed. Maybe you're someone who might not have exactly realized that you'd be a stay-at-home mom right now, or maybe you're finding yourself in that role and feeling just a little bit lost. So today's episode is for you. We are going to talk about the five main factors, the five main cornerstones of being a stay-at-home mom and a homemaker. So if you're distracted right now, I want you to pause for a second and really listen to this main point. This is the main point of the whole podcast today. Today we're talking about the five building blocks of homemaking and I'm going to say them to you right now and then we're going to just dive a little bit deeper into each one one at a time. The five cornerstones are mothering, feeding your people, scheduling and time management, maintenance, and clothing your people. That's it. Those are the five. For me, that's what I really focus on. I fully believe that if you have a handle on all five of those things, then you are doing a great job as a homemaker and a stay-at-home mom. That being said, I know for a fact I at least am leaving out one thing, and that is budgeting. And if you are interested in finding out more about budgeting, then there are definitely other podcasts you can listen to. But for me, that's just not something I'm super interested in. And I might have a guest on to explain it to you, but it's definitely not something that I am highly skilled at. So talk to someone else about that. But for the other things, I feel very comfortable talking to you. So mothering, I believe that being a mom is something that you have to be extremely purposeful in. And before I became a mom, I read literally all the books, which was a mistake. If you are like me, and an anxious person, you probably also have read all the books and you don't have to. This is the thing I'm learning very slowly and it's a habit I need to break, but you don't have to read all the books to be a great parent. You could just listen to the internal voice in your heart and your soul. You could be purposeful and think about what you want for your children and then work toward that. But I think for me, 
and maybe for you, the thing that makes me so anxious about my mothering is my ADHD. And it's because I know that I have challenges with being consistent because being consistent is hard for my brain. It's boring. So I know I'm inconsistent in my behavior management. I know that I'm more likely to struggle emotionally with regulating my emotions and I feel dysregulated pretty much every day because of sensory challenges in my own body and in my family. So there's a mixture of factors for me in mothering and for probably you as well. And I think being very purposeful in how we mother is kind of the point, right? Like if you're a stay at home mom, most of us are doing that for the mom aspect of that role, not for the homemaking aspect of that role. That being said, if you're home with your kids, you are going to have to feed your people. So I forget what episode number it is. Let me look. Oh, there it is. Okay. It's episode five. It's all about meal planning. And I want you to go back and listen to that. If you haven't already, it's all about how I feed my people in a way that is, or in three different ways that are totally, um, accessible to you and kind of give you flexibility in the way that you approach feeding your people. That said, I also am so super excited in a couple of weeks, we are going to have um, an interview I already did with Karen Mountjoy, and she is a registered dietitian. And she and I, oh my God, we chatted for so long, and she's so super smart about feeding kids, especially picky eaters. And she had so many great things to talk about with me. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear that once I finally finish editing it and get it up um, for you guys to listen to. I think you know that, like, meal planning takes so much executive functioning, right? So it takes planning, it takes prioritizing, it takes memory, it takes so many skills that are challenging for ADHD mamas. So for us in particular, feeding your people, there are different challenges and that's why we're here. We're going to talk about things that are kind of different for neurotypical people or more challenging for us because we have ADHD and how we can kind of hack our ADHD to give us motivation and support in this feed your people situation. The next cornerstone is scheduling and time management and kind of like mothering. I think it's super important to be purposeful about your time and it's easy to not be, and it's super easy to get pulled into things like social media and to your phone. And I am fully guilty of those things. I tend to hyper-focus on my phone, to hyper-focus on this podcast, social media, all of those things. And I know that that reflects to how my husband feels at the end of the day, to how my children feel. I've had my kids, and maybe you have too, I've had my kids reach for my phone and pull it down to regain my attention. That is not something I want my kids to be doing. I feel super bad about that. And so I am trying to be very mindful with how I spend my time. And I think that it's very important. So we're going to talk about time management and about scheduling in a very purposeful way. We're not going to always be chatting about um, like social media and screen time. We are going to be talking about how we can fit in the things for our kids along with what we're not talking about today. We'll talk about it in a separate podcast, which are meeting our own needs in addition to our role as homemaker, which is like 
a whole other podcast and a whole other thing and they're both important and they're part of this balanced and stress-free homemaking that we are talking about. So stay tuned for that episode. The second to last thing is maintenance. And I love this word. When I was thinking about what the heck to call this cornerstone, I was like, do I call it? What do I call it? I don't know. Do I call it chores? Do I call it? I don't know. And then I realized maintenance is such a great word because it takes away the shame of some of the things that we have to do repeatedly, like cleaning. And it just makes you realize how cyclical these things are. Maintenance also kind of for me highlights how boring some of these things are. Like I will never be excited about having to get my car inspected, but I have to do it. It's maintenance. I'm not super excited about scheduling haircuts for my kids, but I have to do it because it's maintenance. Same with my own haircut. I do get excited for that one, but you know what I mean. So these are projects that are predictable and we can decide how we tackle them. And sometimes in like our our system things become unpredictable in a way that they don't need to be like it shouldn't or it doesn't have to be surprising that your kid needs a haircut but for me in the past yeah it definitely has been because I have put off getting his haircut and just haven't realized it and then I've gone to make an appointment and then I have to wait three extra weeks and oh by the way he needed the haircut the second I was calling not three weeks from then so Maintenance is a very fun section that we'll talk a lot about in the future. And then the last section is clothing your people. And this is so hilariously annoying. I didn't realize this before I became a mom, that there is this whole thing you have to do to clothe kids, especially when you have two kids, you have to manage the hand-me-downs, you have to have buckets for the sizes and i mean i'm saying it like you have to do it one way and you don't but managing the things that are too big the things that are too small the things that fit right now and this little body is constantly growing it's something you have to keep on your radar and maybe it is part of maintenance i'm not sure maybe we could combine those two things but holy cow i never realized how how much of a job clothing your people was it's kind of annoying so there you have it that is my five cornerstones for homemaking and as i mentioned homemaking is just one aspect of this podcast the balance part the part that is about you and not just home maintenance and mothering that part is something we're going to talk about in a different episode but today i just wanted to talk about the parts of homemaking that we all deal with and that we are going to talk about quite a bit in this podcast. If you are interested in something for yourself, go back and listen to the hobbies episode. And just so you know, as we move forward, I'm really thinking about how we can use these cornerstones to get some really amazing guests to come on. And I'm super excited for all the opportunities that we're going to have with this And before we go, I did promise you that we would talk about the secret. So here it is. This June in our Facebook group, we're going to have the Summer Sizzler Challenge. And we are going to take each of these five cornerstones. And each day, there's going to be a challenge and some homework for you to really dive in to how you are handling each of these cornerstones of homemaking and to give you just a little bit of a boost in your everyday homemaking life. 
So if you're not already a member of our Facebook group, look at the show notes, click the link and head on over and join. And we'll see you there. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Mothering Together. I hope you found it helpful and inspiring. If you want to keep the conversation going and connect with other amazing moms with ADHD, then I'd love for you to join our private Facebook group. It's a great way to get more tips, support, and community. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you have any burning questions or ideas for future episodes, I'm always here to help. So just shoot me an email at motheringtogetherpodcast at gmail.com and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Remember, you're not alone in this journey. We're all in it together and together we can create a more joyful and fulfilling life. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode.